People of the internet, how do? I am Netherfin Guy, and this is the final hurrah of season four of That F King Show. That's right, as the doomsday clock ticks ever closer to the final hour, it's time to learn one of the four things we learned from Joe from Hallmark of Greatness about the end of the world with Mark Blunt. Or something. Welcome to the F King Show, and it's Logan Run towards the real end of the world. I'm your host, the F King Guy, and this here with me is Joseph Higgins. Hello, Joe. Hello. You alright? Yeah, I'm all good. How are you doing? I'm fine. It's, it's, it's very late. I've never been here this late before. Last time I was this late was a Dungeon Dragon show, which. Would, Don't would talk be about that. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon only. Talking of Dungeons and Dragons and, and not being made. <clears throat> Mark, you're here as well. Hello, Joe. Hi. <laughs> all right. And Colin Robinson. And Colin Robinson <sighs> is getting all the fuss. Piss off. He's a cat just by leaving me. <laughs> it's ginger. Gin, ginger cats. Gin, stupid ginger cats need more love. <laughs> okay, so you both feeling limber and I'm up for a fight. Not that that's going to be... this time of night. Yeah, it's not going to be a fight at all. Who would think of such a thing? So you've both been on the show enough times to dispense with a small talk. There will be many links in the description to your previous appearances. Do you remember your last appearances, Joe? (laughs) Yeah, I listened to it about an hour ago. (laughs) That's a free download. That's a fiver. Yeah, mine was the wrestling promo booking one that was kind of weird. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I don't know the outcome of that. Yeah, yeah. did you get a lot of negative uh, response to that? Because you were shitting it, as I recall, from about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always so... am. This is the most nervous I ever am on shows, is this. <laughs> Even though it's... There's no stakes at all. He's tricky, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a quick recap of Joe's story, in case you want to know, if you don't want to go back and listen to all the other shows. There are many of them. They're good fun. Joe's has been the most experimental run of the series, which is... Might do some more of them at some point. But yeah, Joe. Not adaptable. Joe stumbled into the entertainment section of the universe with his spaceship, the Shabair. Did I pronounce it right? You got it. You got it. My God, he's got it. Finally. Full of goodies like music, lasagna, and crossbows. But sadly, due to a disaster on the planet Nobfula, he also accused all the characters from Friends, including the double Chandler. Yeah, double Chandler. Could there be any more Chandlers? Oh, your run at Spuzzfeed wasn't too great. Your trial as booker for the university's greatest wrestling company, however, was well received. Yes, boy. Fans were mostly positive, and at no point did I get called a homophobic slur or have my mum insulted in the responses, which is surprising. That's the best you can hope for. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so as a reward, the Macho Men of the Planet Clunge have released your ship from his tractor beam and given you access to six of your clones to reprogram however you like. Right, see, I've gone rogue with this, you see, I think. Uh, first of all, obviously, number one, Rick Mayo. Mayo, we have gone over your love for him in the past. Can yeah, you expand on be. that? Like, um, no, he's just like 
everything I've ever wanted to be in one human being, one sexy, sexy human being. So would you like to be him or Aid Edmonton working with him? He's great on his own. Like I've been, I've ever since he died, I've watched so many like interviews and stuff with him just on his own. And it, like being interviewed on his own is incredibly nervous because he's not playing a character; he's being himself when he was young. But it's like then I watched him do Rick the People's Poet, at, um, some stand-up thing in like eighty-two or something, and he doesn't do anything for seven <laughs> minutes. He just comes out and he's like, what? what, what, what we that? And it's it's just it's the best form of when you're just that physically funny that it comes off you in waves that's just, that's all i've ever wanted to be it's just yeah i mean someone that people intentionally laugh at as opposed to yeah okay so rick moe's your first choice who's your second choice uh my other idol uh dd ramon uh tremendous musician and notorious rap enthusiast <laughs> Um, yes, D.D. King. Who D. D. can forget? King. Yeah, boy. Um, my favourite story of that is when the Ramones went going out on tour. They're all there at the airport in their jeans and leather jackets, and D.D. rolls up in a fucking shell suit with gold chains on. <laughs> Joey's like, you can't do this. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, always knew where to get drugs from as well, which is handy, even in space. And he was aggressively bisexual, which is another quality. Always good. And your third choice? Julian Clary. Oh, yes! Um, Again, just because I've got, like, a funny guy. I've got, you know, and I just think Julian Clary's kind of been forgotten by the British media. Yeah. And I looked into it, and he's not done anything, like, weird. He's just... Just yeah, just falling out of grace for some reason. I don't know why. Is that better than the abuse that he got in the eighties and nineties? Yeah, but it's like water off a duck's back, though, isn't it? Like he must have, he he must have worked clubs where it was just constant. And you can turn people around if you're that talented. You can turn people around to you. You know, it's but um, last thing I saw him in was like them BB uh, them ITV pantomimes that they used to show every Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's the last thing I remember seeing him on. And it's a shame because maybe he's just retired, like from public view or whatever. But it's a shame because, yeah, I, a big part of my childhood was laughing at Julian Clary's good double entendres and innuendos. One of my favorite things that he ever said was, or that anyone's ever said, is that uh, God's cruelest uh, trick was uh, making man's best friend live a quarter of the life of a human. And I was like, fuck, that is so deep. <laughs> that is so fucking it's, deep. Is it the oatmeal um, where it's um, you only have a dog for a fraction of your life, but it's all of its life? Mm, yeah, Jesus. And I'm yeah. like, oh, Christ, That's, we're yeah. morning for this, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, uh, the, the the best um, Julian Clary quote is, I've just been fisting Norman Lamont, surely. <laughs> 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 that might be what killed his career, to be honest. <laughs> is that what killed Norman Lamont? Hopefully, still alive, this, sadly. This, oh, is he? Yeah, even Jonathan better. King. <laughs> okay, that's your third one. What's your fourth one? Um, right now, I don't know whether this is like it's getting a bit sausage festy. So I'm thinking, right, we need to get a woman on board, like just for balance. And I was like, I don't know whether we're allowed to do this because I'm not sure how far, far back the way way machine goes. 
But I've always wanted to meet Boudicca. <laughs> That's quite a mix there, Rick Mayo, Didi Ramon, Julian Clary, and Boudicca. I think well, you know if you're gonna have talk a di- about oh because we can all get Stephen Fry around for a dinner pie, but like yeah, like I just think she stood up for, against the Romans, like even they did terrible things to her. She could drink. She had a cool haircut. She had a car that had blades on it, like Mad Max. That's good, right? Case there's any fights in the spaceship, she can just <laughs> razz that round. Let's put a stop to that. And yeah, she's just one of those fascinating things to me because like she, she she gets mentioned in history books like when you're in school and then it's like but then she lost and it's like she did loads of stuff man she won loads of battles and she was kind of betrayed and then horrible things happened to her and her daughters but yeah but i reckon she'd be a good drinking partner she loves the mead hmm. i think that's the most interesting guest uh <laughs> we've had on the ships so, yeah definitely i said i'm not sure what the rules were with the clothes but it has to be like well, it can be anybody, happened. yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think that's the first historical one we've had. Maybe she's, the only she's, one. Always, she's always been like a fascinating piece of history to me because she was a woman in, in, in times. But yeah, uh, it goes like, the, opposite, the opposite way now. Um, Full sausage. Yeah, well, we're back to big sausage now. Uh, John Huber, uh, lately known as uh, Mr. Brody Lee from wrestling. Uh, big old hoss lad. And I just think he was taken before his time. From what I've heard, I think me and him had similar senses of humours. Uh, so, and if not, he could just go away and like just do his own stuff somewhere else. But I think we'd get on. <laughs> That's it. I'm trying to pack people that I would get along with. I think rather than people I'd try and do a sex on. And then once you get along with them, you can build on trying to get a, an erection. Well, that's them. all it is, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's what it's all about. That's, that's relationships in a nutshell there, Mark. <laughs> Apparently. I think Rick could com- uh, sort of entertain that idea. I think oh, most of them would. He'd give you a Dutch rudder. Yeah, give you a, a rusty trombone. Okay, so Brody Lee, John Huber. And you find a and one. Then- and then I completely go against everything I've just said. America Ferreira. That's just for me. <laughs> that one's for Joe. That's just... Uh, <laughs> been watching a lot of Superstore recently, and yeah. Um, it was... I was like that, or the woman that plays Dina. Oh, the woman that plays Dina. Yeah, the woman that plays Dina is Foxy. Um, but also the little tiny, squeaky-voiced blonde girl. Again, Something yeah. Kelly? Or Question Kelly. Mark? Yeah. Kelly, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was like Sandra at one point. Oh, yeah. Sandra is Sandra is definitely in the top three for me. Yeah, but um, yeah. Um, just just purely for she's a very pretty lady. Yeah, I've done my one. bit for like <laughs> interpersonal relationships and building stuff. <laughs> Joe needs something to look at because I foolishly Daddy made needs the a treat AI. <laughs> I, need, I made the ship say I sound like Miriam Margulies, but look like Wolf from Gladiators, didn't I? It should have been the other way around. <laughs> That's more disturbing in a way. Though, isn't it? Okay, so you got your crew there Rick Mayo, Didi Ramone, Judin Clary, Boudica, John Huber, and America Ferreira. And you'll get to sit down now, and uh, you get to book a battle royal featuring all the characters from Friends. 
It seems the residents of the planet you're on don't like them either, because they're all horrible human beings. The rules for this match, there can be only one. That's right, it's an actual death match. So how are you booking this thing? Who's coming out on top of all the friends? Well, are all the friends fighting each other? Yes, all the or friends fighting each other. Fighting the friends? All the friends are fighting each other. See, all I would seven say the, of two them. the two Chandlers would team up. But would they, though? But then they're also, they're also self-centred and narcissistic that they wouldn't, would they? Mm. Um, like, the women could use their nipples to distract the men. Because <laughs> all of those programmes were filmed in a very cold studio. Like, they're all on Comedy Central, and that's all my missus watches. Like, when there's nothing on telly, she'll just put friends on. And, like, so many nipples. Then the nipples um, all you watch. I don't watch it. It's terrible. It's a terrible it's program. Wrong. Yeah, it's for it's for the oh, it's the lowest common denominator show that there ever was. Um, oh, Forget about Big Bang Theory. Right. Oh shit! Yeah, you might. Forget about there. Young Sheldon. Uh, <laughs> Forget about when they brought Roseanne back. Uh, oh right. So I'm gonna say that like ah, but like. Story wise, because they're they're not the actors, are they? They're the characters. They're the characters, yeah. Yeah. So like Monica used to be a big lass, so she'd be pretty handy, I reckon. Like she'd have some she still know like mm. I reckon Rachel would die first. I ironically, the one that's been in more films and made more money and is probably the most talented of all of them goes first. Yeah. I mean I don't think that has any bearing on your fighting ability. <laughs> no, but I just... I'm just... Been, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon, has she? <laughs> oh, she never will do, because you're killing her off. She's been in romantic, shitty comedies. Like, that's they've all been in romantic, shitty well, comedies. Well, that's it, actor playing them. This is the character. Yeah, oh, I see. Right, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, and she's... right, okay. Yeah. That's what I just... I just asked to ask if it was the <laughs> character or the actor, because it was the characters, then... Um, so yeah, she's gonna die first because she's like a protected rich girl who's never, you know, she's not from the mean streets of. Is it New York? Yeah, it's Central New York. Central Perk. Um, so I think I think I think Ross would die next because he's a fucking wet end, isn't he? Like... <laughs> Is he not their their version of Indiana Jones or Doctor Doctor Ian he works Grant? With, he works with dinosaurs, so they can make jokes about it constantly. Oh, right. Okay, um, he's boring. You know, he's the only one that actually has a job. Dinosaurs. Sam Neill's not boring. Ricky Baker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think Al Russian would gang up on him just because he's so fucking annoying. Like, um, <laughs> I think they, probably his, his two, his, his lesbian wife and her would come in and like finish him off as well. Like, because, yeah, he's a prick as well. Like, he actually is a genuine prick in all the episodes. He's, he's manipulative and selfish. They're all selfish, but yeah. <laughs> It was the nineties, Buckaroo. <laughs> I reckon, right? It'll come down to. I reckon the Chandlers will team up, but then we'll betray each other. Um, they'll take out. They'll double team. Uh, they'll double team Monica <laughs> on that race car bed. <laughs> I know so much about it through osmosis. Um, yeah, they'll take Monica out, but then they'll turn on each other, and the last two. They'll destroy each other in a in a fit of like narcissistic rage, and the last two are going to be Joey against Phoebe. Phoebe, because she is she's from the streets. She mugged Ross in one episode when he was a child, or whatever. 
Um, and Joey's like from an Italian family, so like you know, he he's must be he's got a lot of sisters, I think. I'm, I'm kind of wishing I did a friends quiz now because you stole it. <laughs> I know, I know so much about it, and I hate it. It's in my head. Did, did I imagine that Phoebe had an evil sister who was Ursula. on the um the the other show with Helen Hunt and um your blo- your man uh, from Alien, Mad About Paul You, Riser. Yeah, did I imagine that? No, no, she was the waitress in the cafe they used to go to. And it was Ursula, um, Ursula Buffet, which is Phoebe's twin sister, who I believe becomes a porn star in the Friends universe, but is a waitress in the Mad About You universe. And and you don't like this show, right? Just let <laughs> Again, me just clarify. I've just, you don't I've just like absorbed it all through osmosis. I'll be sitting there on the Switch playing, like, fucking Slay the Spire, and it just sinks in, like, you can't help it. That's how my brain works, unfortunately. Man, I, bet, I bet you wish you were able to sit playing Slay the Spire when you should have been learning your GCSEs, don't you? Oh, I can only imagine. You'd have aced them. Got 12 ACs, thank you. <laughs> Five A stars. Look at that. Yeah, French double science, uh, some other ones. He probably double-ended science. Uh, yeah, but I think genuinely because she's a dirty fighter, she's from the streets. Um, Phoebe would win. Phoebe would be the outright winner. She's a, she's a born survivor. Yeah, okay, go with Phoebe the winner. And she's the only one that's had like a good film. Romeo and Michelle's High School Union is pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Are you saying that uh, Lost in Space, the film, wasn't good? Starring a young Lacey Chabert and... Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, who turns into a spider monster at the end. What's going on there? You crazy boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my back. Oh, the agony. Is anyone really crying out for a Lost in Space reboot? At that point? I'm hoping they do a time tunnel one at some point. <laughs> Land of the Giants. Ah, oh, man. Sunday mornings at my granddad's. Anyway. Phoebe's winning. Okay. Phoebe, I, I think that's a solid bet. Yep. Okay. She's been I'm... released into the wild. You no longer have to deal with her anymore. Here comes a new challenger. What's that? There's a new challenger. Find out who it is after this ad break. Hey, Joe, we know where you're from. You'll probably plug yourself in this show at some point. But plug another podcast. What's tickling your pickle this week or this month? Um, this year. I mean, uh, it's sad that he's not doing them anymore, but there's a back catalogue there of like a year or stuff. Go and listen, please go and listen and tell your friends to go and listen to the Randall Parker movie club. Um, film club, sorry. Um, it's genuinely one of the best things I've heard in a very long time. If you like sort of Rick Mail, toilet sort of humour, and we all do, don't we? Like, anyone who says he don't is a liar. But also, he builds this brilliant world around him, and it is genuinely one of the best things. That it's, a, it's an undiscovered gem, and more people should know. And that's my mission from now on: is to make more people listen to Randall Parker's back catalogue, because hopefully. Like fairies in Peter Pan, if we believe enough, he will come back. Oh, Jesus. We miss you, Randall. Please come back. We really do, mate. So, yeah, you see, the Planet Clunge had some reservations about your performance. 
with the wrestling, and we're keeping a man in reserve to try out if you failed in your assignment. That man is Marky Mark Plant. Hadouken! <laughs> I thought you were going to say Hulk Hogan. Yeah, after destroying the most perfect planet in the entire universe, as rated by Booking.com, Mark <laughs> and his crew wandered into the same section of space as Joe, and in a scene that was deleted but may well end up as a special podcast on the Patreon page at some point, he gave his favourite sitcom to Knobfullers, and well, you have to give me some cash to find out about that one day, maybe. Possibly. Mm. It then got snapped up by the Matcha Men and given the task to book a mini-show. Uh, they said he, they only wanted three matches from him. So one women's match and two men fighting it out. All singles matches, keeping it simple. Unless you want to throw in a gimmick there, if you want to, you know, if you fancy being flashy. Mark, with all your pro wrestling knowledge... <laughs> which which roughly ended in about <sighs> 1993, I think. Oh, I was going to say, how many matches can Kendo Nagasaki fight himself? <laughs> <laughs> He's doing a speaking tour, Kendo Nagasaki. Is he really? I'm I am, slightly I'm tempted. Gonna him, I'm going to give him all my money. If, he, yeah. if he's if he's doing Preston, I'll meet you there. I'm going to go there, put a tennis racket up against my face and pretend <laughs> that I'm Kendo Nagasaki. <laughs> Do you, Mark, with all your pro wrestling knowledge, who did you choose to fight in your mini-show? So you got three oh. matches. So, ladies first. Classic, of course. Uh, we're going to start the with ladies. The, the ladies. Start with the Bring ladies. Bring them in on the cold open. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be ladies first, just, just out of being polite. Uh, we're going to start with uh, Killer Sally. Uh, Sally Ray McNeil. They made a Netflix about her that's on at the minute. It's far too long. Don't half go on. But she killed a man. Uh, so she might be all right. Uh, so we'll, we'll give her a go eh? um, Sally Ray McNeil who did, who did she kill sir I didn't she know her like husband. murderers <laughs> killed her husband he, he was a bodybuilder and he was he were, he were a badden he were a rape badden oh, uh, as I believe they call them on Venice Beach uh, um, and because she's a murderer you've got to pick somebody that you want to see murdered so I am picking uh, the star of the Direct to DVD movie Haywire. <laughs> uh, the actress uh, that plays her. It's not important because the actual role was the name of Ava Grant. It's a story of a husband gets abducted from a zip line. Haywire, zip line. See what they did there. Uh, in the Caribbean, or the Caribbean, as they say in the film, on her honeymoon. Yeah, right from the start of the career. Mirroring the straight to DVD Breitbart stuff she's doing now, you know it's Gina Carano's character, Ava Grant, because we all want to see her fucking murdered. Am I right? Am I okay to say that? Murdering women, you okay to say that? I mean, if mm, um, she's awful, she she could have had the world and she threw it away. Oh man, Hunter Biden's fucking laptop, mate. Hunter Biden is it two first names or two surnames? I don't know. It's just the fact that she One's had, an occupation. had... <laughs> it's just the fact she had what Ronda Rousey wanted. And oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah. and Ronda Rousey was actually a decent fighter, and she was not, by all accounts. If you like that kind of thing, but, but began an MMA kind of thing. I don't watch. And I broke the rules to put but MMA in it. But you know. Ronda Rousey's terrible in wrestling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is it like? Spirit Quest mobile game now. Oh, Maybe. is she? All right. Yeah, yeah. Pretty YouTube. Oh, you know, you were going, you know, you were getting angry the other day about the Einstein advert yeah, on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, she keeps coming up on my one. 
she goes, give me flaming fists. And then it's it's just one of those pain Isn't she actually in the game? Thing. I think she's, she's a, a character. character or, yeah. or if you like scan the QR code, you can. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you, you know, you need money for food these days. In fairness, so, you know, I'm playing Vampire is. Survivors, and that's me, don't I? On my phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Sally Ray McNeil versus yeah. Ava Grant. Yep. Looks oh, a bit oh, sorry, like also, Mark, what's what's that film called? Sorry, uh, it's called Haywire. Haywire, and he gets he gets stolen off. He a zip gets line. stolen off of a zip. By what wire. a mighty boy! <laughs> <laughs> by kidnappers. By kidnappers. On a zip line. What they got a big yeah. net at the end? Yeah, <laughs> have to watch that. He name, gets monster. zipped off. No, you don't. It's fucking terrible. And it's before she'd had even three acting lessons, which I know. I know you find it hard to believe. But she is considerably a much better actor than she was at the time. Oh, does she go on like a punching rampage? Yeah, yeah, right. she, yeah. She put she punches people in Central America. Yeah, it's pretty much right. like a revenge film, isn't it? Yes, yeah, martial arts. Yeah. I've seen Again, it. I can't without remember too much of it. Too fine to point out, Dean. It's shit, and it is right up your street. <laughs> I've seen it. I didn't keep it. <laughs> there you go. I didn't keep that it. Bad. I watched it. It was a quid Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. A quid Blu-ray. Blu How it works it? down south, eh? They're so desperate to get rid of Blu-rays, you get them for a quid. Hey, I got The Guest on Blu-ray. That's an amazing film. For yeah, a quid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay, so it was Ava Grant in your men's matches. Fucking John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it film-related, we're going to start with Fezzik. A giant of a man that Ooh. helps Wallace Shawn kidnap Princess Buttercup in The Princess Bride. Of course, you well know one of only two wrestler deaths that made me cry. The other one was your man, Roddy Piper. Still can't watch uh, uh, they, they they Live without uh, without getting upset. Um, you don't need me to tell you, of course, it's Andre the Giant, uh, who was famously driven to school by Samuel Beckett because he yeah. had a car. Uh, and he's too big that for he the could bus. fit in. Yeah, too big yeah. for the bus. There you go. We've all seen that documentary. It's too big for the toilets in hotels as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He used to shit in the bath. Yeah, and the time that you needed a shit on an aeroplane, they just drew a curtain around him. <laughs> like Penny Crayon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, had... Famous Nottingham lass like me. I'm not a famous Nottingham lass. I never will be with that attitude. All the time he was wrestling the day after going on the bender and shat himself in the ring on Bad News Brown. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's a lot of stories of Andre. He's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy! What a guy. Okay. So Fezzik um, versus uh, the man only known as the chess player in American Wealth in London. Another previous episode of ours, uh, and Mr. Sugden, the PE teacher in Kez, the one and only Leon Harris, the man from Paris, the much missed Brian Glover. Yes, boy. Uh, whoever wins from this fight, it's going to be. Utterly incomprehensible. <laughs> or inconceivable. But you see, he was a wrestler. He was a wrestler, yeah. Proper yeah, wrestler. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Proper with, re- as, as we learned when we as, as we learned when I was doing my research, his um his go-to lines were uh, did you see that ref? <laughs> did you see that ref? I can't remember if it was Dean sent me it or someone else, but he there's a, there's an absolute barnstormer of a match against him and it's in like it's on Wilden. Wrestling, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but it's just a brilliant wrestling match. Like, because he's, he's, you won't make a monkey out of me, son. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, like, it's live brilliant. from West Bromwich Town Hall or something. <laughs> Old ladies, as far as the eye can see. Yeah. It's... Battering people with that. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's a really good wrestling match in terms of like the way it's paced and the way it plays out. It's, it's quality. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see who wins this. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, a little bit of a mismatch. Yorkshire hard man. Okay, and you. Main event. Um, Here comes your hero and mine. It's Captain Freedom, the governor of Minnesota himself, played, of course, by Jesse the Body Ventura. um, Featured on a previous episode of ours, The Master of Disguise, which is is. easily one of the worst episodes I've ever picked. (laughs) But I am still desperate to get one of those governator action figures. But they're not cheap. You can't get them cheap. You can get a scan of them. I can print one for you. <laughs> no, I want, I want an actual one. <laughs> I want one signed by him. Uh, 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 preferably with his skullet uh, that he has. Oh. And June Sarpong handing him some notes. Do you know about this? Do you know about this? Have you seen this? Um, he has one of these. He had one of these TV shows about 10 years ago where he was doing his, um, his, his, basically his kind of conspiracy theories. And one of his co-hosts was June Sarpong from uh, T4. E- T4, yeah. Wow, I haven't thought about June Sarpong in a very long time. No, nobody has since that show. Since that Not even show. a agent. Probably not, no. <laughs> uh, and he, of course, is going to be fighting. Here he comes with his opening music. Swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Come on, let's do the Mario. That's right, I'm picking Mario Mario from the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. It is Cindy Lauper's dad, Captain Lou Albino. I, I, I was genuinely concerned you were going to say Bob Hoskins for a second. <laughs> I was already going to say Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Bob Hoskins cancelled, mate. Cancelled. Bob Hoskins complaining about the gentrification of the London <laughs> rivers, <laughs> which is a favourite video of all of ours, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. Um, the man that told kids not to smoke, ironically. <laughs> Captain Lou Albino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, again, an actual wrestler. An actual wrestler. Yeah. Mm. See, see, there's, there's a, there's a theme here are you getting the are you getting the theme i mean jesse ventura was a wrestler as well but like... yeah no but that's the, that's the, that, that's the joke no i know i know i know, I know uh, but okay. it's like it, there seems to be a difference in in stature to me i don't know <laughs> it's fine don't worry about it it's just me Boudicca's gonna fuck them all up you'll be all right just mow, mow into him <laughs> we couldn't get a chariot so we've just got a golf cart and we've put a load of stanley knives on it <laughs> <laughs> Proof okay. if it were needed that she is indeed a strong, independent woman. Sorry, box cutters, <laughs> as Americans call them. So what's happened here is the uh, the macho men have put this booking sheet out into onto the dirt sheets, and everyone's going mad for it. They're, they're really looking forward to it. And they've realised something: celebrities are great. The ratings are through the roof with just the the build up to it alone. And so they've decided to um, put these people into the main event. Uh, so Mark's options have now been promoted to a full six-max show uh, versus um, some people from that Joe gets to choose, but we haven't got time, so we're going to use the ones he chose earlier to have a fight. That's fine. <laughs> no. Never seen that coming, eh? 
Yeah. He's a monster. Simple rules for this. Some simple rules. Um, multiple choice. Buzzing if you know the answer. Get it wrong and it passes the other person. Then back to you if they get it wrong. And back and forth, so forth until there's okay, uh, only so one. Like yeah, only one left and you win by rules. default. Yeah. Yep. Snake charm. And that's it. That's pretty simple. Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's pretty simple. Almost like I had to write this in a rush. <laughs> uh, right, my question will be uh, great, obviously. Gray. Great. 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 And yours can be things. See, because they're both short, they're one syllable. Oh, I was going to say awooga. Uh, in true. Uh, yeah. Get it right. Who is it? <laughs> Who said awooga? Uh, well, it's one of two people. It's either Justin Fashionu. Uh, Fashanu. Uh, <laughs> That's John Fashanu tonight on BBC Two. Or Craig Charles, depending on what Correct. show you were watching. It was never Chris Akabusi. <laughs> no, it was never Chris Akabusi. It's a bit racist if you say that. No, we were very. Someone put a thing on Twitter years ago uh, saying, A wooga, a wooga, Chris Akabusi. And we were like, Chris Akabusi never went a wooga. And Chris Akabusi retweeted me. Oh, and I was like, That was the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and so now every year on that day, I think we tweet, um, Never a wooga. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> right. Let's get on with this. So what we've got here is. Six questions about wrestling and wrestlers in movies. Okay, so we place okay. both our strengths. As he's the biggest wrestling to movie star of all time, here's a few questions about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. What was the first feature The Rock was in where he Awuga. wasn't listed? As The Rock, you're going to say. Fuck. <laughs> uh, where he wasn't listed as The Rock I in know. some form. Buzzed in too soon, son. Yeah. Um, fuck it, I'm still going to say The Scorpion King It's wrong, but I'm still going to say it Okay, so you jumped in there So Joe gets the, the multiple choice here Oh, and I get a full question as well yeah. What was the, <laughs> what was the first feature wanker. The Rock was in Where he wasn't listed as The Rock In some form Was it Be Cool Southland Tales The Other Guys Pain and Gain Or an episode of Hannah Montana it's not a good one amongst them. Yeah. The guys amazing. Right. No, the first I'm... 10 minutes of the other guys is great. Uh, because of that, I'm going to go for the other guys. Yeah, the other guys. Yeah. Incorrect. Ah, I hope yours. Uh, I'm going to go Southland Tales. Southland Tales? Hmm. I like this at all. <laughs> Correct. <Hey! laughs> It was Southland Tales. It's an amazing film. Yeah, it's a film. Yeah. <laughs> it's a film. So, Mark, um, who's going over who here? Uh, I am fancying um, an all-woman setup. Killer Sally versus Boudica, please. Killer Sally versus Boudica. So, you're going to take it, Boudica. So, you get in the answer on that one should get you the win but um you know me <laughs> i like a bit of luck and fate thrown into this so joe i'm gonna roll d6 you need to choose a number <laughs> if you get it right it gets reversed and you win so one to six allah guide me four 
Going four. Bastard! Yeah. <laughs> it's a one. Lower than a four and one, my love. Lower than a four. <laughs> a woman that murdered a steroided up fucking man has <laughs> murdered a man who murdered so many Ro- woman who murdered so many Romans. That seems just okay. I know it's wrestling. Yep. Sally Romeo goes over Are they Bridger. actually killing them? Yep. It's a death match. Ooh. I, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. Next question. Still on the rock. In the grimly underrated Dwayne Johnson movie, Faster. Mention it because I think it's an underrated movie. Everyone needs to watch. How much does a hitman charge to kill Dwayne's getaway driver turned vengeance seeking killer? Simply named to the credits as Driver. So how much was the bounty put out for him? Was it a single dollar, one hundred dollars, a million dollars, a billion dollars, or about three fifty? Great, Joe. One one dollar. Going one dollar. Correct. There you go. Good work. Up here. Right. Who's yep. your strongest fighter? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to go through them? No, Andre the Giant is fighting. He's <laughs> uh, fighting Julian Clary. <laughs> Julian Clary versus Fezzik. Mark, oh, sorry, same Fezzik, thing here. Andre the Giant, yeah. Same thing, he got the six game rolled. Okay. Joe went four last time, so I'm going to go four. Four. Ah, six. Fezzik has gone. Does his famous finishing move, the mince. <laughs> <laughs> and he's made mincemeat out of him. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, but it was a single dollar. Apparently, this is what true sociopathic and successful hitmen will charge for their services because they don't actually need the money. It's like killing people. And it makes the client um, cold wolf for hiring them to kill the person if they go to the police and court. Oh, really? Hmm. Okay. But also, money's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they've got all the money they need. Okay. Have they? A million dollars can buy many peanuts. <laughs> yeah. So while his movies would never beat The Rocks in terms of success and box office numbers, Rowdy Roddy Piper still has the most loved film role in any wrestler-turned-actor role. And, of course, Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> oh, nice. The simple story of a post-lock. The simple story of a post-apocalyptic world in which mutant frogs exist and all the males... As sterile, and Roddy plays a rapist who has wear a pair of electric torture pants with a bomb in, and he's somehow a hero. Damn these electric <laughs> sex pants! <laughs> so, hell comes to Frogtown. Which super divisive political commentator and Twitter botherer's dad composed the music for this cinematic masterpiece? Was it Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, Ben Shapiro, Tucker Carlson, or Nigel Farage? Mark. I'm going to go Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro? Do you think his dad wrote the music for? I think his dad had to have done one thing right. His dad was the Zodiac Killer. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) It was Ben Shapiro's dad who wrote the music for that. Really? Yes. The surname Shapiro, and I kind of think in producer on Seinfeld but also yeah, yeah 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 I think everyone from Barfarage yeah they've just <laughs> squandered their parents wealth haven't they just yep Farage has squandered our country's grossed. wealth yeah, he makes that. his own gym does he no out of tab ends uh, no if, 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 uh, don't buy gin 
from the Cornish Gin Company, I think it is, who have a special limited edition Nigel Farage. Uh, Why would so, Cornwall of all the places? Because they were like, oh, the fishermen. What that makes up like none of your fucking yeah. actual turnaround. <laughs> the British fishing industry is like eight guys. Yeah, exactly. And I've been to Cornwall. Most of the fishing's done with like a little plastic reel with some some yarn on it and a bit of bait on the bottom, and that's how you get the crabs. Yeah, that they just and, rake that the and, ocean floor up, and they go, "Wow, we got no fish left. We've killed them all." What's that? That and shagging there? that and shagging uh, Cornish Sheila around the back of uh, Fat Willie Sharp Shack. <laughs> I said, double, oh, I got the double crabs. reference for the week. <laughs> hey, yeah. Mark, who are you choosing to fight here? You know, while we're still doing the uh, the well, we've lost one of the big the the, the big roundup. Um, we will go with Leon Harris, the man from Paris, Brian Glover. Brian Glover, who's he taking on? You get to pick, don't you? You get to choose a victim. Oh, sorry, I get to victim. choose a victim. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yes, uh, opponent. Sorry, I can't remember because I don't have a list of Joe's people. Okay, you got Rick Mail. Uh, it's going to be Rick Mail. It's going to be Rick Mail because it'll upset. Joe, if Rick Mel goes out, I just fucking hate you. <laughs> and Brian Glover. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a win-win either way. But <laughs> it's for different reasons. He was a guest star in Bomb, wasn't he, Mister Rottweiler? He was Mister Rottweiler. Yeah. 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 Gas. Okay, one to six. Can you save him? It's going to be a four. It Ten has four. to happen. But it's oh, a six. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Rottweiler finally gets his revenge for all <laughs> all that stolen gas, eating a big sandwich and taking pictures of his lady friend's fan. <laughs> Question number four. Former pro wrestler, commentator, governor of Minnesota and sexual Tyrannosaurus, Jesse the Baldoon Tour, was a regular the background tough guy in many movies throughout the 80s and 90s, popping up in Demolition Man, Batman and Robin, Running Man and of course Predator, getting the best lines of the movie. It was also in the monster hit movie, Abraxas, the Guardian of the Universe. The Abraxas role was given to him after his mate Arnie took a different offer. What did Mr. Schwarzenegger choose to do instead of being the Guardian of the Universe? Is it shagging June Sarpong? <laughs> That's Incorrect. his answer, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, you get this the multiple choice. This is all twist. I have, Mark. This I is all I so have. Much. I hate you all so much. Let was me it... have fun things. <laughs> What was it Kindergarten Cop, Total Recall, Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Last Action Hero, or the Guns N' Roses video for You Could Be Mine? Mm. Oh, you've done a rotter there, haven't you? I fucking hate you, dude. I love you, but I hate you. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry can, you, sorry, can you just read them back again? Because there's one that I think it might be, but... you got Kindergarten Cop, Total Recall, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Last Action Hero, or the Guns N' Roses video for You Could Be Mine. Because he is in that, and it's new footage. But it's not Last Action Hero, because that's too late. I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to go... I'm going to go the Terminator 2 You Could Be Mine video. Yeah, and You Could Be Mine video? Incorrect. Mark, over to you. You get a proper go now. Thinking of timings. Um and he was I've never he even was, heard of this film. He was bigger earlier. I'm gonna go kindergarten cop. 
In the Golden Cup. Yeah. Incorrect. Yeah. What's left? Total Recall, Terminator Six. 2, or Last Action Hero. Total Golden recall. Ticket, my Total, ass, McPain. Total Recall, then, it has to be. Total Recall? Incorrect. 50-50, innit? Mm-hmm. Uh, as I've just said, Golden Ticket, my ass, McBain. I'm going to go with... Um, the, uh, the the that one <laughs> the golden ticket film last action hero yeah sure. Joe the greatest words default ah oh, nice two <laughs> greatest <laughs> words of the English language <laughs> so that to judgment day so Joe you get to choose did he really pass he, on yeah, it or did he, he go yeah, like he... no this is a proper film <laughs> yeah did he go, this is a scheduling conflict, I better do the one well, that's going to make me the most you've money? You've got to think Schwarzenegger was involved, he'd be like, well, more money be thrown at it. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I oh, watched got... the first Terminator the other day. It's a really good film. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, It's arguably better than the second one. Mm, it's not. It is. Mm. It's the greatest love story ever committed to celluloid. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it is. I don't think that's true. <laughs> Okay, Joe, and we're, we're going to fight about it now. Um, <laughs> Literally. Right. Um, let me just check. I'm going to put Johnny Huber in. Put a big John Huber in. And who's the smallest person I can beat up? <laughs> Gina Carano, Captain Freedom, oh, yeah, or Mario. Oh, let's have... Oh, I don't know. John wouldn't beat up fucking Gina. But she's a fucking racist prick. So, yeah, he would beat the fuck out of her. Yeah, let's have that. Okay. So it's John Huber versus Ava Grant. Oh, sorry, the character Ava Grant. <laughs> <laughs> let's just admit it's the actress, isn't it? Like, let, let's not beat around the bush. Yeah. Okay, Mark, one six. Four for a change. Motherfucker. <laughs> one. Oh, you bastard. Six and one. This dice only got sixes and ones on it. Yeah. Arseholes. I'll say Joe's six. Gonna next. Go it'll six be a fucking next. four. <laughs> Absolute roasters. <laughs> Okay, number five. So wrestling films don't get much more iconic than Ready to Rumble. It absolutely encompasses what a wrestling fan was seen as in the 90s. Losers who dream of living out the fantasy of quitting their day job and nailing Rose McGowan. All the while shoving their fingers up their arse in the name of fun. I mean, who didn't enjoy a good pokey bum wank? Have you been videoing me? <laughs> <laughs> All the time. Anyway, it was so good it spawned the wrestling angle that tanked the company when David Arquette won the actual title in real life, being the first actor turned wrestler to do so. Anyway, that movie is so wrestling-based, I couldn't actually find any real fun trivia that wouldn't have favoured Joe. So, El Santo, Mexican wrestling legend, starred in many, many films. 48 of them overall. Only four of them ever been translated into English. You know, there's a market there. 48 films, come on. Mm. All of the films he was wearing his house for that. <laughs> That's stuff he loves. I've told you about this guy. You have, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You were used to your facts about him mm-hmm. on the podcast. So, all of the films he was wearing his trademark civil mask. Uh, which of these films isn't one of his? Oh, mate, this is going to be difficult because they're all called like Silver Demon <laughs> versus fucking Dracula's Bong and stuff. <laughs> so, Santo versus the Killer from Other Worlds. Santo versus the Vice Mafia. Santo versus the Chupacabra, Santo in the Border of Terror, or the Fury of the Karate Experts. Is this not 
Who blinks first? Um, is, which one isn't? So four are one isn't. A wooga. Mark. I am going to go with the fourth one. Santo in the border of terror. Yeah, why not? Incorrect. I want Joe. to say I think it's three Santa versus the Chupacabra. Santa versus the Chupacabra. Correct. Uh, the Chupacabras animal... weren't invented then. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to let you have a go. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, you got DD and America. And who's left on Mark's team? Uh, I've Captain got... Freedom and Mario Mario. Mario Mario. Uh, he's not nice. eating the mushroom, by the way, so he's tiny. But he can run under the fire. Uh, bum, 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 bum. I'm going to put America in against Italy. Italian American. Yeah, intergender match, intercontinental match. Captain Freedom. This is bad. <laughs> okay, Mark. One to six. Four. I swear, <laughs> God, mate. It's gonna be one. It's oh, a- <laughs> you what? You what, mate? That goes, Captain Freedom. Beat by a girl. Yeah, yeah, On around. Very attractive lady. I I need this to draw it level, eh? Yeah. Yep. So before Rocky. Sylvester Stallone actually picked a script around pro wrestling. It wasn't until Rocky was picked up and won a ton of awards at Paradise Alley got made. In it, Stallone, the action star, played Cosmo Carboni, who doesn't actually get into the ring to wrestle, instead deciding to be the manager of his younger brother, Victor, played by Lee Canalito. What was the name given to his character? Was it Kid Gorgeous, Kid Presentable, Kid Gruesome, Kid Mo or Kid Salami? <laughs> Go on, Mark. Awuga. It's got to be. Oh fuck! Is it? Is it? It's not Kid Salami, is it? Is it? Can Kid Salami? Uh, yeah. Correct. Hey, I, I was like, "Fuck, is it Kid Gorgeous?" Um, they don't, that's the stinger. They don't let you use that no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got Didi Ramon versus Mario Mario. What a matchup! Jesus, Indeed, yeah. Which one's so, the tallest? Is the question. <laughs> so, Joe, one to six. For the sake of tradition, <laughs> I'm going to go four. It's going to be a six. You know that. I know, I know. You rigged the dice, mate. It's oh, a five. Oh, it's close. It's a five. It's a five. Hey! A it would have been a four. <laughs> and that's a B. So Mario Mario wins. And it's a draw. <laughs> this, this, is the, this is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> so let's do some adverts and find out what happens afterwards. So, Mark, shout-outs. Shout-out another podcast. 
cult connections. You'll never get Ian on this podcast because he can't think on his fucking feet. Uh, he's a nice guy. I like Ian a lot. Uh, he will pick three really random 70s things and talk about them. Daddy-o. Uh, and they'll usually be of great interest to me. And then I'll forget what they were and not listen to them again. Cult connections, if you like three things that are kind of related, but also aren't, you pricks. And jazz. <laughs> oh, fucking jazz. <laughs> what, the music or the mags? He does both. <laughs> apparently, apparently so. I've never seen the uh, full spread, but... It was actually quite a fun show. The match, I'm very impressed with your matchmaking. You figure you both did the job. There you go. You can do it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And you're issued with lifetime contracts with the Machismo Corporation that can only be broken by death. Or until they're bought out by Disney. <laughs> or a Saudi conglomerate. He's all right. But the Saudis are at least nicer to people. Yeah, they just they, they just they just throw their chopped off heads into a ditch. They don't keep it on ice for years, <laughs> allegedly. And they're not afraid of sneezing. So is that just me and you, Mark, existing in like a perfect lockstep for the rest of eternity? It's, it seems that way. It's not as hot as it sounds, is it? Yeah, well, you we're going we're to end up kissing at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you do get to open up the rest of your clones. So you have some, something to play with. Um, it, they won't be able, they won't be forced to fight to the death either. And you, that's the end of your journey, really. Aww. It's pretty good. It's, it's better than fi- getting firing us all into the fucking sun. <laughs> Which is what I expected would happen. Okay, there's worse people I could be stuck on a planet with. Yeah. Oh, cheers, mate, I think. No, 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 I think I think we got. Like, we'll have our own halves of the planet, obvious. Like. And we just, we'd just we come together every two weeks for about an hour when James would video in. <laughs> yeah. With his um, facts. Well, you have to book the shows every every week, twice yeah, a week. I'm not about the three hours worth. I mean, I know they're not real people because they're clones, but also like, I don't know. We have to just make it like to just beat downs, and then we just make a wrestling planet. And that's all it ever. We'd ever eventually happened. run out of people. Like, how many Tina Turners can you have? Yeah, but then you do the thing of like seventeen Tina Turners versus three Rick Jameses on Coke, like <laughs> you know. That's it, isn't it? Like, I still fancy the Tina Turners, to be honest. I mean, in more <laughs> ways than one. Depends which era Tina Turner. Like, if it's not Bush City Limits Tina Turner, then yeah, she'd be, she's yeah. furious. Yeah. I mean, she's the best. She's not simply the best. That really annoys me. It's not called simply the best. It's called the best. Oh, I thought... Hmm. Okay. I was hoping we were going to get to pick our own national anthem for the planet. Nah, now you got this now. Works for me. That's end your journey. It's been good. I've enjoyed it. I've learned a lot. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad Earth was fucking destroyed. Didi Ramon's uh, scorpion tattoo when he got it done, and he went to his wife and she said, "Why have you got a lobster tattooed on you?" He's just a boy. I love him. There's a friend's lobster reference or something, isn't there? Lobsters uh, make she, she's his, she's his lobster. She's lobster. Yeah. Mm. Rachel says it all the time. I don't know what it is. And it is. Oh, fucking. I love him. This is shit, right, isn't it? <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> fucking. 
Okay, totalcoatzone.com for your effing show deeds and desires. I've been that effing guy. You'll find everything I do on there. That's a daily blog, photographs, writing, occasional videos. It's all there. Totalcoatzone.com. The role of Josie Pink today was played by David Arquette. Mark, Mark Plant was voiced by Oliver Platt. I've been that effing guy. And I was portrayed by Rose McGowan. And this has been the hundred Efkin show, and the last one. (laughs) On that bombshell, into my very heart. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Funky.